Nintendo Cartridge Society presents NCS Classic Metroid Other M Part 2 Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. Ugh, we're doing it, Patrick. Oh yeah, we uh, we have done it. We are. I mean, we're we're in the midst of it now. Uh, you are listening to part two of our uh, Metroid Other M play along um, thing. So we we have gotten through. We have now seen the first maybe hour and a half of this game. Yeah, I feel like it's been an hour and a half. Uh, up up until the the big bosses uh, at the end of sector one. Um, Mark, you said their names at the end of the last episode. Can you? It's like Fune or like Fune and Namihi. Okay. So they're like the two worm things that you fight in the subterranean control room in Sector 1. Now, let me ask you this. This is probably a dumb question. Why would we know those worms' names? Should we, Could I have scanned them or something? No, I don't think so. That doesn't seem to be a mechanic in this game. You think that was maybe just something like in the instruction booklet? Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah, I actually have no idea how somebody found out what the names of these creatures are. I wonder if at the end there's like a creature. In, I don't know. I don't know. Patrick, you're the one that's playing it. I've just been watching. How are you feeling? Uh, Frequently, like I have less control over the character than even you do. It. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a fun game. No, like the um many of the mechanics are confusing. Uh you can, you know, tap a direction to make Samus dodge, um but only when she's about to be attacked. So like the ability, the inability to dodge when she's not being attacked makes me feel like I I don't have any any actual control over what's happening to mm-hmm. her. Um having to switch between the first person missile use and uh, third person running around the map, also controlling with a, a D-pad in three-dimensional space. I mean, woof, Mark. <laughs> so right before you get the diffusion, or right before you fight the worm things, you get like the diffusion beam. And to get the diffusion beam, you have to defeat three drones. Yes. And that was like, just watching, I felt frustrated for you <laughs> because... The uh, so it's a fixed like the game. The camera, if you've never played this game before, the camera moves, but it's on like I don't know how would you describe it. It's like God of War style, God of War style, where like right. the camera is dy- You can have no control over the camera. It moves dynamically through the levels based on your location, right? And like based on what it thinks you need to see, which is it's it's frequently right. You know, um, that it's guiding you through like the exploration parts and um, like in in the action sequences, it's generally showing you what you need, but it's not it's not like super dynamic. You can never. okay. so in some games like the original Resident Evil, when you as a character turn around, the perspective of the camera changes. That never happens in Metroid Other M. So you're like running down a corridor and enemies will come from behind you and start attacking, but you can't, you have to rely on the auto-aim at that point to work because you're just shooting down a corridor that you can't see. 
Right. And when you say original Resident Evil, you mean like four? Like, as in, in OG Resident Evil, the camera's like hyper fixed. Oh, right. But I meant that. Oh, what? Um, what are you thinking? <laughs> Other M is like fried my brain. Yeah. I also feel a little bit brain fried at the moment. Um, let's, you know, just, let's dial it back. Let's go back to the beginning of the game. Well, you know how a few, maybe last episode of OG Nintendo Cartridge Society. Right. Before we started this crazy spinoff uh-huh. idea. <laughs> we were talking about uh, some things that Nintendo don't. And one of them was narrative in games. Yeah. I feel like this is a really... This is what I would use as, as Exhibit A. In that Nintendo should not do that. Or just Exhibit A in when Nintendo tr- has tried to do it doesn't make any sense and is as graceless as anything I've ever seen. I knew it was bad because I had played through it before. Yeah. I forgot like how annoying it is. Uh yeah, it's the writing is awful. <laughs> it's like somebody just learned adjectives. <laughs> and the voice acting is very poor. It okay. So Samus is catatonic. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm convinced the actress doesn't know the meaning behind some of the sentences. There, there was one that made me laugh out loud as we were as we were watching it, which is where Samus goes. It's you can tell the dialogue is she's saying confession time, as though she's announcing that it's time for her to make a confession. You know, it's it's sort of like a, a playful way to be like, okay, confession time. You know, <laughs> confession time. I don't like Metroid Other M. Right. Um, but the actress reads it like confession time <laughs> it's like you know she doesn't know what what she's saying what she's communicating <laughs> and not to rag on an actress who like got this gig but like woof yeah the whole and there's so much of it in this first like hour yeah. and a half like there are occasional moments where you get to play briefly they like tease you, yeah, and then it's right back to just more story, right? Like there's this part where the Marines are trying to blow up a a gate, right? And um, they're like, "Oh yeah, we've tried blowing it up, but we can't blow it up." And this is only a steps sh- a shade stupider than the actual dialogue. <laughs> um, and then it lets you control for like a split second, already putting you in first person. So like all you have to do is shoot a missile at the door, and then it goes back into cutscene. Like, you literally have no agency there, but, like, it still makes you do it for whatever reason. It's, I'm having a tough time with this game, Mark. Now, you're a... You really like Metroid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so, I'm wondering how... Because it's weird. They... It's not linear. The storytelling? The game. Right. Sure. Okay, yes. Uh... But it is a lot of just running down corridors. Yeah. We have a couple times doing this um, stop to marvel at how, like, the next hallway was just Samus running down a hallway. Like, there's nothing, not even, like, populated with enemies or with secrets or anything. Just run down a hallway. And obviously, that works okay in, to a degree, in something like Super Metroid. There's an area where there is no function. Sure. And you're okay with that because it's brief. 
But for some reason in 3D space, it feels endless. Well, I mean, for for the most part, <clears throat> geez, I, I was about to say this game lacks atmosphere, but sometimes it does have atmosphere. It is uh, totally not uh, creepy, right? Like there's, right. there's no, and part of it is probably that you're in a, a space where there are Marines and stuff. So like you never feel that kind of isolation that you feel. Uh, playing other Metroid games, um, but there's uh, so there's there's a, a compositional technique called uh, colenio, which is where the string players, violins, cellos um, play their instruments using the wooden part of the bow, like the back of the bow, and it's that kind of like clangy arachnophobia uh, style music, and you know it's always used in film and games to denote like a scary some something scary, a looming threat, um, and it they the score did that a little bit here and it was another thing that made me laugh because it was like there's nothing scary about what's happening here i i totally agree but i also uh yeah going back to what you're saying like the game like lacks atmosphere there are moments where i think it's a good looking game yeah like a well-designed yeah like sometimes the dynamic camera will that's probably not what I... It's not really a dynamic camera. I don't know what you'd call it. But it's, there's times when you're like running down a hallway and the camera will pan to give you like a different perspective or like a preview of like an area you're going to be visiting next. And I like stuff like that. Uh, especially for a Wii game, I don't think it's a bad looking game a lot of the time. But it's yeah, not a very yeah. interesting game. No, for sure. And I mean, it's especially when you're like before you get into sector one before you get into like the jungle environment um it's all very you know that like gray and uh just kind of dark uh industrial aesthetic which isn't super engaging and, and you oh sorry go ahead no it's just like I, I don't think of that really as metroid you know Me- metroid uh is a lot of like strange planetary landscapes and you know alien caves and weird pink swamps and stuff like that you touched on this before but especially in this first section so much of the game is on autoplay like it auto aims Mm -hmm. uh when you are like jumping up walls like when you're scaling yeah it kind of does that for you so it wants to make it easier for you to play this game but some but it seems like and this is my memory of it as well is that with that much control taken away from you, it, it's frustrating because the game doesn't always do what it needs to do or what you want it to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There, so there's like there's this elevator shaft part, um, which I, I guess uh, okay, like as as to just like reveal a little bit. Where Mark has a a guide up on his phone just in case like we get stuck or frustrated or don't want to deal with something. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you said that this, this elevator shaft part was notoriously frustrating, right? Right. Um, and like, what's so frustrating about it is that you seemingly have no control over Samus, like jumping from one ledge to the next. Um, she'll do it, but sometimes she won't grab the ledge. Um, sometimes she'll like over jump. Sometimes she'll under jump. Um, so yeah, it it does seem like it it takes away control and then is like not always executing on what you think it's going to. And that lack of control makes combat not very interesting. Yeah. Like when you're again to like fighting the drones, 
you are auto aiming. Okay, so the uh, the drones, if you're playing it, you know you can only fire at them, or you can only damage them when they're charging up their beam. Right. But occasionally they will they turn away from you, so you can't see that they're charging up their beam. Right. And even if you can, the game will decide that you want to fire at at the other at one, the other one, the one that's right. not charging its beam. And so, if you're going to take away this level of control from the players, you have it has to work seamlessly. Otherwise, it's just a front. Like there's there's like no skill involved. It's just like all frustration. Right. No skill, all frustration. Um, I also I, I find it um frustrating that uh like it's clear that the game wants to be like an action game right like it wants to put you in these like little arenas and make you battle things um but like i don't know there's this monster with a giant mouth that you meet in in sector one that you don't need to fight right like it's just there and has like a glowing green egg sack or something um and like the game doesn't do i feel like it doesn't do a good job of being like this is an optional or like weird thing like that. Like, I I don't know what my options are ever really Uh, back to these drone guys. um, I wanted to try to do the, the lethal strike on them, which is where you jump like onto a character or an enemy. Samus sort of like mounts it and then you charge up and shoot it. Um, But like, it's not an option on those things just because it's not, you know Um, it doesn't like, I just never know what my options actually are. And I feel like that's what Team Ninja, when they were developing this, that was their way of putting, quote unquote, exploration into the game. And all it is, <laughs> is like uncertainty, right? Because yeah. it's like, oh, I can fight uh, this creature with like the glowing right. belly and like the giant mouth, but I don't have to. But like you're saying, because they don't communicate that. Mm-hmm. It's not really exploration, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, I didn't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's also no reward for killing the thing either. Um, you know, in in other Metroid games or any kind of exploration game, even if you don't get something like a, a, an actual reward out of exploring a new space, you've at least like experienced a new part of the game. But like, you know, jamming on the attack button while Samus auto aims at a monster, like that's not that's not a reward. Is there anything you like about the combat? Well, I feel like we should set a goal that we have, have to, to say something. Positive. We have to say something positive. We each have to say something positive. Um, so when you do know what you're doing, when you when you understand how to do like each encounter, because I I've died a couple times uh, playing this. Um, and every time a boss kills me or like a, a bigger battle um, kills me, the second I go back in and I know exactly what to do, everything dies like right away. And that's pretty satisfying. Um, so like when you have, after you've done the trial and error and have been frustrated by not knowing what to do, and then you finally do know what to do, that's satisfying. And I kind of like the save system because the game, so the first time you died, mm-hmm. We are like, oh no, are we gonna have to go all the way back to the save station? I was not looking forward to it. <laughs> no, no, because it's not fun to play through. Um, and so, but the game keeps checkpoints for you. So yeah. if you do die, you're not sent all the way back to your last save. You can just like, re- you can retry. 
mm-hmm. like the same room that you're in, which is great. Uh, but it still has the added challenge of like the only time you can fully re uh, heal yourself right is at one of the chambers right there's no uh like farming for health from from bad guys i mean again unless you die and right. then it like gives you all of your health back or like one energy tank's worth of oh right, right. yeah wait if, how many energy tanks have you picked up just, just one one right. but i mean in addition <laughs> i'm saying you've got your base like 99 points of health and then there's oh a, a tank oh i wasn't that. sure if you were saying that like no matter how many energy tanks you have you always just get one i mean what when you're doing i'm talking now uh holding the a button and tilting the uh Wii remote up this like recharge do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i know what you're talking about i don't i don't think we're talking about i'm talking about when you die right you get all of your health back that's right including you're like your full health uh-huh. and then and the energy tank. and the energy tank. that's right <laughs> yeah we're on the same page I'm okay <laughs> I'm sorry again. Maybe this thing has fried my brain. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the themes of motherhood, like we mentioned last time. Um, hitting you over the head with it, right? Oh yeah. Um, Samus refers to the Metroid as the baby. Um, notoriously, notorious the baby. I. Just- <laughs> gosh and there's there's a little bit where she's like not even a fragment of the baby is left on me like why would it be yeah and then, and then like she the says, baby goo because the baby explodes at the beginning is that oh, what she's talking about i guess yeah that she says she checks her palm to make sure and she's wearing her power armor by the way at this point when she's checking it <laughs> she also attends like this uh mission briefing yeah just full armor everyone else <laughs> Everyone else is in like uniform and whatever, and she's like, "Nope, power armor for me, please." <laughs> this is how I feel comfortable. It's weird because I. It seems like the game wants to have this theme of like strong womanhood. Yeah, but it is so through the filter of old Japanese man. Yeah, <laughs> what makes a woman strong? Uh, being a mother <laughs> and. Wanting a guy to like her. Okay, let's talk about Adam. Ugh. Adam Malkovich. Um, so Adam is mentioned a lot in Fusion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Samus is taking instruction in that game from an AI, um, and it reminds her of this dude Adam who used to boss her around. Um, but she's in that game. She's referring to, I guess. Um, their original time together which this this game also refers back to so like it would have been it's like such a more active choice for this to be samus's time dealing with adam you know what i mean yeah instead she's like in flashback at the space academy what was it called federation federation yeah the galactic federation <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i just added galactic that might not be right um i think you're thinking of star trek oh that's right <laughs> and starfleet she's the starfleet <laughs> command uh and so you know she's like oh i was a uh part of the army basically yeah like the marines the space marines except she's also still wearing her not her unit like she's not wearing a uniform like everybody else she's wearing right, her right. like her power bounty armor. hunter like right. power armor and then again it's like there's one cut scene where we get like the thumbs up and it talks about like how the 
how the thumbs up is. <laughs> I don't even know what it's at. like. The thumbs up is a sign of yeah, or it's just been like it's been a sign in like the uh arm whatever it's called the forever right. And then but she does the thumbs down and like uh to show that she's it is unclear <laughs> what she's trying to communicate with the thumbs down. She man, because it, it's like the the dialogue or like the voiceover. She's saying that like. She does the diet, the thumbs down for two reasons. She says that, right? Right. Two reasons. (laughs) Let's see if we can figure out what these reasons are. One uh, is that she wants to acknowledge that she's heard the order. Yeah. And And the other is that she disapproves of being called lady. No, no, no. She likes being called lady. She says that she, she says that she likes being called lady by Adam because it makes her feel like he acknowledges that she's special or something like that sure because everyone else uses kid gloves yeah when dealing with her because she's a woman but then also like one sentence later she says how everybody is super kind to her so it's like she's annoyed that people use treat her like a child um but it doesn't but nobody seems like they're mean i mean she sees uh well we don't have any you say no one seems like they're mean but only because we don't actually see any characters interacting in the past right right right. but no but i mean because when she sees uh the other the fur when she first lands in the space station Uh and she sees um what's his name alan or something anthony and yeah i think his name is anthony (laughs) but like you know and, and she her voiceover makes it seem like they're like friendly or familiar yeah, sure. Well, and they are the same, like Anthony and James. This guy that, oh, what did you describe him? The guy you've got a crush on? Oh, D'Artagnan. <laughs> yeah, D'Artagnan. There's one of these guys is a D'Artagnan looking. He's like, guy. yeah, very like uh, Errol Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a Zachary Levi's character in the Thor movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we see him in both the the flashback times and and the present day. It's the yeah. same group of um Marines. Yeah. Um what were we driving at there? I can't even remember. Who even cares? <laughs> <laughs> I also don't understand why this game will um it'll cut to Samus's voiceover during a scene where she's talking to someone. Like there's a, there's a moment where the voiceover takes over and it's like I explained to Adam why blah 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 and it's like well wait a minute why don't why don't we just see that happen well and then other times it'll be very um, local news where you know how so when you're watching like a local newscast and uh, they're doing like a on location piece and the person who's uh, reporting it will say something like eyewitnesses say. You know, the explosion was very large, and then they'll cut to the eyewitness saying verbatim, the that explosion, explosion was, was very, very large. large. Yeah. This game also does that. It's, it's, so it's bad in both ways. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh man, it's really rough. All right. What's one more thing we both like about it? Okay. Um, I... Why doesn't it use the Metroid sound? Like oh yeah, the music is really bad. Like when 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 you get the uh, missiles, you're the one that has to do the. uh... (laughs) That's right. I have to, and I go (laughs) do 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 do. Because the game doesn't do it itself. The game does not. Okay, it 
none of the like normal signifiers like the music doesn't get more intense when you fight bosses no um there's no reward music there's no like oh you're in a safe space because you're at a, a save point or anything like that it's a it's a poor use of music oh uh yeah does that count as something we like about it <laughs> <laughs> uh Oh, that's one. What's one thing I like yeah, about it? Thing that we like about it. Uh, um, uh, on the subject of that creature, you don't have to fight. Yeah, I thought the thing was cool looking. You and I. Yeah, not, I think some of the creature design is cool. Mm-hmm. We we weren't quite able to tell which side was the butt and which side was the the face. <laughs> right. Um, I, I think, think that's on purpose. I think that's neat. Yeah, because right? at one point, it like when it first gets up, you're like, "Oh, this is like a weird peacock looking thing." Right, and you're like, "Oh no, that's not plumage; those are teeth." <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, something I, else I like about the game. Mm, does it count if I say that I think graphically it's pretty good? Sure, I think that's okay. Okay. Um, graphically, it's okay for a Wii game of that period. Yeah, I mean. I don't have the most critical eye when it comes to graphics, mm-hmm. but and yeah, in comparison to a Wii U game, for sure. I mean, like a PS4 game, absolutely, it does not look very good. But for a Wii game, I am actually pleasantly surprised how it holds up. All right. Um, okay. Well, I think that is probably uh, where we will stop talking about this chunk of the game. Uh, we'll be back in a second to let you know how far the uh, how far ahead you've got to play to uh, listen to the third episode. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. So for the next episode, you got to play through to the first save point in sector three. Yeah. You were just in the big, like grassy field area Mm -hmm. and had an awful boss battle. We'll talk about that. But I think we like this one better in general. This chunk of the game? Yeah, this chunk of the game. Yeah. Yeah. The next... The next listening experience should be more positive for you and for all. Um, and so, you know, check that out. Yeah. Podcast Network.